Welcome to the Adult Child of Dysfunction podcast, where we untangle the past, rewrite the present, and reclaim our future. I am your host, Tammy Vincent, and together we will break free from old patterns, heal wounds, and create new narratives. Are you ready to transform the effects of your dysfunctional past into your superpowers? Are you excited to get back in touch with your true authentic self? If so, then hit subscribe and join me weekly on the Adult Child of Dysfunction podcast. Here we will learn from experts as well as experienced thrivers how to turn our trials into smiles while living our most authentic and joyful lives. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode. Today we have with us Nikidra Rogers. She is a Christian motivational speaker and author. The name of her book is right behind her, but I will let her explain that later. She's a Southern Belle with Sass, originally from Monroe, Louisiana, who now resides in Fort Worth, Texas. She's experienced heartache, healing, and everlasting hope, but she believes that with God guiding her, she is never lost. Nikidra's vision is to speak worldwide, spreading optimism. Her mission is to inspire, encourage, and empower women at a crossroads in their life, searching for purpose or struggling in their faith. I'm going to just let her tell a little bit more about herself, um, besides the fact that she's been she's been married to her husband, Kelvin, for nine years, and they have two daughters, Chloe and Harley, and she enjoys traveling with her family and making beautiful memories. I love it. Welcome. How are you today? Good morning. How are you, Tammy? I'm doing great. And thank you for that awesome introduction. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. So tell us a little bit more. I mean, you say you've experienced heartache, healing, and hope. Like, tell us what got you to being this powerful missionary to spread hope. <laughs> a lot of turmoil, uh-oh, disappointment and despair in life. I, I look back over different things that have happened in my life. I've suffered two miscarriages. Mm. before I had my beautiful babies. And uh, the first time was the first time I had ever conceived, you know? And so when I experienced that, that was definitely heartbreaking because everybody that I knew that got pregnant, they had their babies, you know? So I couldn't understand why that would not be my case, especially after the first time of conceiving. But, you know, God let me know that even though that it was a rocky time that he favored me and that he would bless me with a child. And that is what he did. He actually did it times two. So I'm so thankful for that. So I just want to encourage people who have maybe experienced miscarriage before. It's okay. You will get through it. He he blessed once and he will bless again. You just have to make sure, you know, you stay positive. There are going to be some days when you're up and down. There are going to be some days when you cry and you're entitled that, you know, because it's hard, you know, it's, it's, it's disappointing, especially anytime, whether it's your first time into motherhood or you have multiple kids, you remember, you never forget. I've never forgotten the date. I actually remember what I had on in the doctor's office and and I can just <laughs> account in detail the conversation that happened in the two days after that leading up to it. But God is so faithful and he's still good. And he's carried me through that and many other storms as well. It's funny. It's funny that you said you remember what you were wearing because I remember the day that I had had mine and I I was sitting there and I remember thinking, I was remember laying there and I was talking to the tech guy and he made some comment and I thought, well, that's really crass. Like that wasn't a nice way to say that. 
And I'm like, well, is there really any nice way of giving that information to someone? But I remember looking over at him and going, and he wears ugly clothes. Like I was like, I was so angry, like in just one yeah. split moment. And that's what I focused on was what my tech was wearing. Didn't, yeah. didn't know what I was wearing, but I think it's funny that you mentioned that. I know that's such a small detail, but it's funny mm -hmm. how things stick in your mind, you know? Yes. It, and it does not go away. And that's been, wow, since 2016. And I, it's, I vividly remember it like it was yesterday. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's funny how that happens, but tell us about your book. I'm reading. I went, I mean, the people that are listening cannot see the banner behind you, but it caught my eye immediately. And I love the name of your book. Thank you so much for asking about my book. So when I started my ministry, I began by posting inspirational videos on social media. And I did that every single day for about eight months. And then I started, you know, just going out to different places, getting my business cards together and passing out my business cards. Well, while I was in the dentist's office, I um, had a conversation with the receptionist and she gave me the name of a well-known motivational speaker. She was like, you need to contact her. You need to get in touch with her. I said, OK, I will. So I reached out to her and she responded. And she let me know that they were having a Christian communicators conference the very um, later that month. But you had to secure your deposits, your seeds the very next day. So I signed up for the conference. And part of signing up for the conference was that you got a a one-on-one -on -one call with the directors to be able to talk to them about anything. And fast forward through the conversation, she said lots of things. I didn't have to ask any questions. But one thing that she said to me was, if you're a speaker, you're expected to write. And if you're a writer, you're expected to speak. Now, what that told my brain was, you need to write a book. Right. <laughs> so I began to take my inspirational videos and actually put them to paper. And so a lot of the things that I was talking about was things that I had experienced. So in my book, again, I talk about the trauma that I had from having those miscarriages, you know, just being in a marriage, there's turmoil with there. There, you know, every day isn't peaches and cream. You don't always get along. You aren't always seeing, you know, eye to eye every day. It's not a happy and a great day. And so I talk about those things in my book. I talk about depression, anxiety, being anxious when you want something to happen so bad and you've been praying and you've been praying for it. It, it hasn't come to pass yet, but still just keeping that faith and staying strong and believing that if God gives you something, if he's told you something that he's going to come through on that. So those are just a few concepts that I talk about, but it's a 30 day devotional. You don't have to read it in any order. As a matter of fact, I've heard people say that they skip around, you know, depending on the topic that they're feeling at that time or, you know, what they're needing to hear or read. So, but it's definitely, it's a great read. It's an easy read. It, it's not long, right to the point, get your day started, five minutes with God, listening to his voice. And also in my book, there's an opportunity for you to, it asks you some questions that reflect and you can actually write notes in it after each and every entry and just, you know, talk about how God spoke to you in that or how he's, he can use that example in your life or, or, or just if you were inspired by it and things of that sort. It's been doing very well. I released, it was published 
last August, August, April 1st. So I'm, I'm really excited about that and, and how he's just continuing to move and bless. Nice. Tell everybody the name of it because they can't see the name of it. Yes, it is Kneeling Earnestly for Transformation 30-Day Devotional. And I tell you, I have been through a transformation process since I have written this book, but I'm so glad that it is still ongoing, but that it is happening. Well, it's a journey. And, you know, a lot of the people listening, if you, the name of my podcast is Adult Child of Dysfunction. And like you said, there's things that happen. We all have bad things. I mean, life is never going to be perfect. And, you know, it's, it's just life. So it's how you deal with it, how you take it and how I love that you said how you learn from it and how you use it to teach you something. And sometimes the harder, the, the harder situation, the, the bigger the lesson. Absolutely. The bigger the lesson. But I tell you, when you're going through that process at the time, you're just like, when is this going to be over? Have I not gotten that lesson yet? <laughs> it's yeah, it's a test, but there's, you know, there's all these cliches, you know, there's no test without a testimony or there's no testimony without a test. And there's all of this, you know, these little cliches, but it's, it's good to know, like you're just saying it was one moment in your life and literally look what came out of that, you know, a book and you starting a mission, you said you do mission work too. Not I'm a motivational speaker. So okay. I go out to various places. Um, I've done I, I just last week I spoke at the the chamber here, the Chamber of Commerce. So I was very excited about that. Received some really great feedback. The the audience was very engaged. So it was it was a good time. And your your topic is just hope. Absolutely. Well, it kind of well, being that it's the beginning of the year. My last few talks have been about winning mindset because it's a new year, new vision, new, absolutely new hope, time to get those thoughts organized and creating those plans and how you're wanting to see your life go. But of course, asking God what his will is for your life, because if you're on one end of the spectrum and he's on another end, you, you want those things to be aligned so that can be a much simpler and streamlined process. So what is your suggestion for people that aren't in the habit of asking? What's your suggestion for people to get started, to start to ask, to try to figure out what he wants for them? I would just say if you're not, at, if you aren't in the habit of asking, just learn to listen because God uses different ways to communicate with people, whether it be through podcasts, whether it be through something that you read, a news article or something that maybe come across if you're a social media person. I've I've received different words that way. And sometimes he uses people in your circle to bring a word to you as well. So when you hear something, God did what was that for me? Was that from you? You know, ask him, God, give me clarity so that there is no, you know, I'm not confused or or wanting it to be what I think versus what your will and your plan is for my life. Right. It's, I mean, that's good advice. And it's just having a conversation and then just listening. That's why he gave us one mouth and two ears. <laughs> Absolutely. Be quick to listen, <laughs> slow to speak. <laughs> right. So how long have you been speaking? It's been three years now. I started in 2021 and uh, my ministry really took off 
last year, last year just was an amazing change in regards to people contacting me and wanting, inviting me out to speak. It's, it's been amazing and it's just been up from there. Okay. And I know with just your, you know, your story of the devastating, you know, the, the miscarriages, do you have people, do you help people with that specifically? Is that something that you talk about or, or can they reach out to you and talk to you about that? Absolutely. Um, because that's the one thing that I learned. I felt like I was alone in that situation. I felt as if no one had experienced it before because people don't talk about it. I don't know if they think it's taboo or something. I'm not quite sure, but you feel like you're on an island and, and no one can relate to what it is that you're going through. So definitely, if anyone is listening to this podcast right now and you've experienced something similar or infertility, please know that you can reach out because there is hope. I am a living witness that he does bless, but I, you know, but also that that turmoil is there, that that hurt is there, that sometimes you may even question, why did this happen to me? And that's absolutely, you know, okay as well. But the big thing is to let people know you don't have to stay there. You, you're going to hurt. You're going to cry, but don't just dwell in it. You have to pick yourself up. And that's what anything in life, you, you cannot just wallow in your sorrows. Right. Right. No, it does. It Yes. But you, had, like you said, you have every right to cry and to be angry and to be sad and to feel all yes. those emotions. Yes. I they actually, are normal. Yeah. They're normal. And it's, you know, and it's, it's normal and it's absolutely 100% necessary. Yes. Because people that are like, oh, it's been a year, get over it. You know, it's kind of like losing a spouse or losing, you know, another loved one. And it's, there is no time limit on that. You have to actually go through that process. And yes. I actually talked to a woman not too long ago and she had 11 miscarriages, I believe. And then she was blessed with twins at like 47. Oh, wow. <laughs> and she's like, okay, that wasn't really that funny. Like she's, <laughs> you know, she's like, he, God definitely has a sense of humor, you know, but 11, can you imagine exactly. going, I mean- and that's what she said. She said people were just after like the third one, she just never said a word. She just right. would go home and be really bummed out. And she never got to to have a support group that was there to hold her hand and tell her it was OK to cry. And that's so sad because the Bible talks about bearing the burdens of others, you know, and, and we become so um, desensitized to certain things when we have to empathize with people like that, because every single time is different. And every single time it was a loss and she needed to grieve and she needed to heal and she needed someone to probably just hug her and just mm -hmm. let her cry all of the things and feel all of the things that she needed to cry. But they shunned her, you said. After the third one, she just kept it all inside. So do you know what that did for her spirit, for her morale, for her mental, all of the things? Yep. I mean, body, mind, and spirit, just the stress of holding that in and not being able to cry would have been horrible. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. So, so tell me about, so what else, what else are you doing? I mean, I'm, I'm more interested to hear about what other stuff you do. Who do you, who do you talk to? Where do you go? Absolutely. So um, like I said, the last few events that I have done have both been at different chambers of commerce. So really, even though, um, I'm a motivational speaker. Everything is about encouragement. So whether it's in business, 
you know, whether it's just everyday living, whether it's depending on God, because that's the source of all of the things. So even if I'm at an event and I don't necessarily mention the Bible verse that I've taken it from, or I don't mention him, it's still all biblically based, every single thing that I do, because that's my foundation. That's that's how I I came about because when I started my ministry, it was very hard for me. I I w- I needed mental clarity. I needed uplifting. I needed encouraging. All of those things and and I received that healing by pouring into others, by ministering to others. So I've done a few church events I've done um, the chamber events, um, different conferences. I actually did uh, three vision port, three vision board parties um, the end of last year. So that was pretty cool as well, because again, it, it's about writing that vision and making it plain. So whenever so, I'm, you know, whenever someone reaches out to me, I ask them, you know, what type of event is it? What type of audience is it? Um, is there a particular topic that they want me to? discuss and then we just kind of move on from there. Let's talk about more about your vision board. I love vision boards. So for people yeah. not knowing what they are that are kind of like stuck and lost and like, I don't know, I, I know I want more. I know I deserve more. I know I feel like I do, but what, wh- how does it work? How to talk about your par- vision board parties? Yeah. So for me, the vision board parties that I spoke at, it's about taking advantage of those opportunities. So the first thing is you have to get out of your own way. You have to say to yourself, I'm capable. You have to tell yourself, you know, that you're bold, that you're courageous, that you are resilient, that you're strong, all of those things. And you have to say it over and over again until you actually believe those things. And when you believe those things, then you can go to God and and ask him, Lord, give me the vision, because that's the first component. When I talk about a winning mindset or have you have to have a vision, it says, write the vision and make it plain in Habakkuk in the Bible. That's what he he tells us to do. And so you have to ask him, Lord, give me the vision. What is it that you want for me to do? What is the assignment that you have for me? Open my eyes and my heart to be able to see and hear from you, And then when he gives it to you, write it down because you don't want to be confused on whatever it was that he gave you. You don't want to not have you don't want to leave anything out. So you write that down that he gave you and then you pray over it. You pray over it, asking that God allow that he directs your life, that he orders your steps and he allows you to organize your thoughts because you have to create a plan. Yes, you can't just be out here floundering and saying, you know, I'm just going to see what happens. No, you have to have some type of direction, some type of course or journey that you are on. And that doesn't mean that that you won't get off course. And that doesn't mean that sometimes you don't have to take a detour or, or revamp your plan. That's why when you go to different events, they they ask you for an evaluation form. Please complete this. Fill it out. What did you like? What did you not like? What would you like to see more of? Because they want your feedback so that they can give you those things to bring you back. And it's the same thing in your life. Well, you evaluate what worked, what didn't work, what can I do more of? What can I not try again? What can I take away and say that was just a total failure at all? And then you just you just stay the course. That is the main thing. Being consistent, even when it's hard, even when you feel as if no one is understanding or seeing the vision that you have but you, 
you have to continue to stay the course. You got to believe in yourself. Again, I talked about those affirmations because that imposter syndrome, it's not going to work. You're telling yourself, oh, I don't have the time or you're making excuses. Oh, this is not good for me right now. Somebody else is more prepared. No, he chose you. That assignment is for you. So you have to walk in that and then just implement it. Sorry about that. Yeah. Oh, you're fine. My dog is like a big attack. Sorry, I have a big attack dog. Oh, you um, so I, it's funny that you said that the get out of your own way. I love that. I actually just listened to a book on the way to somewhere I was going the other day and it was Larry Wingett. I think it was Larry and it's called get out of your own way. And yeah. it's literally exactly what you just said, but in a not so gentle way, mm. he's mm -hmm. very like cut and dry and like, stop making excuses. You know, yeah. you're just doing this, you're doing that. Like you got to focus. And, but it's funny if you listen to it, like I said, you have a very gentle approach to saying the exact same thing, yeah. taking accountability and, and, and believe in your, Molly, stop taking accountability and believing in yourself and doing all of that. But it, it's, it's, it warms my heart to hear your version of it. Versus, oh, thank versus you. His version of it, which was so like, just, you know, we're all lazy. We're all this, we're all that. Mm -hmm. It's all our faults. And, you know, and, and, and that's the hardest thing is actually doing that and taking the responsibility, yeah. but doing it with some grace. And that seems absolutely to be what you have to, to extend do. yourself grace because every day isn't going to be a good day. And every single plan that you have is not going to work out. So that's why you have to have plans B, C, D and F, because there's no straight road there. You know, and when you, you get on this road, you're going to. Uh, you're going to have some hiccups. You're going to have some disappointments and you're going to have to learn how to pivot. But yeah, there, you know, people receive things differently. So some, some people may like that straightforward um, approach, but you know, I, I do like to, to soften it up a little bit. Yeah. Know? I kind of felt like, wow, that's like harsh. Like for yeah. the, you know, especially in kind of the people that I deal with, I mean, they're dealing with like self-esteem issues anyway, and confidence and, and inner strength and all of those, those things. And yeah. it's like, wow, that was a little, that was a little rough, but you know what? It, it got the message across. It yeah. made me literally refocus and, and get it, you know, get it down and everything. But I love, I, I do like your approach. I think that's, it's nice. Thank you. you. Yes, absolutely. So tell me what else, what are you, what's next? What's next in your, your vision, your vision? So what's next in my vision? Honestly, I want to write a children's book. Of, oh. Well, I'm not going to say that. I've already written this book. I am wanting to get published by a, a publishing company. I'm wanting to get a book deal. So actually, I am in the process of waiting to see if my proposal has gotten accepted so that I can attend a networking event to pitch my book idea. Nice. Which, can yeah. you share with us? Sure, absolutely. So the title of the book is How I Became Optimistically Me. And the reason why I wrote this book is because I have two daughters. I, I think you mentioned that I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old. Okay. And some of the questions and, and incidents that my five-year-old has encountered at such a young age, I'm like, wow, we need this. I cannot wait until she's eight, nine, and 10 to start pouring into her. Like you said, I need to start building up her self-esteem now and her confidence and, you know, um, 
really bringing out those and highlighting her positive traits. So I feel like I didn't have this type of book when I was growing up, but that's okay because now I know better. I can do it for the next generation and those that are coming after me. So that's really the driving force behind it, just different conversations that we've had. And I just turned that thing to where, you know, the book talks about going through those concepts. So you start off with something that's kind of hard, maybe a difficult situation, but the character actually is on a road to self-discovery. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I think it's so important because those positive things are not taught in so many homes. I mean, a lot of them are, don't get me wrong, but there's so many that it's not. Yeah. Sometimes you just don't know. You don't, there is no, you know, blueprint on parenting. There is no book on that. So it's a lot of trial and error. So I see the need just based on her personality and how she is. And like I said, some of the things that she says, I know that she wants to be accepted. Everybody wants to be accepted. They want to be liked. They want to be loved. Right. But at the same time, I have to um, remind her, baby girl, you are a leader. You know, you are so beautiful. You are so smart. You know, you're unique. And she needs to know those things. Yep. Now. Because, absolutely. Because the people that are not getting it at home are going to be the ones that are not going to tell her those things. And so the more right. you can instill that in her and the more you can kind of empower her to believe that, then the better it's going to be when those out, those naysayers, I guess, can come at. Because, you know, it's like I tell, especially dealing with children, it's, you know, I tried to explain to my kids, you know, people that are hurting don't hurt, you know, people that are happy and healthy don't hurt people. It's, you know, so when somebody says something nasty, it's not necessarily at you, it's they're hurting. Yeah. And, you know, and, and so it's really, it's, it's going to be a good book. I can already tell it's going to be powerful. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm a big proponent. I want to get into the schools and you wanted to stand at the, you know, stand on the top of the mountain and scream like these kids are hurting, mm-hmm. help them, help them build up yes. their self-esteem, help them build up their confidence, let them know they're amazing, just the way God made them The you know, and it's, yeah, they need more advocates like you out there for Absolutely. sure. So when this book comes out, Please bring me back on your podcast so we can talk about I it am in more detail. Abs- <laughs> I am absolutely going to do that because yeah. you will even do like a little book reading or something because it's a children's yeah. book. It's probably not going to be that long, right? How right. long is it? Right. Um, It's about 450 words right now. Yeah, because those, they're so short. <laughs> yeah, they're so short. Yeah. Oh, we will definitely, definitely have you on. Thank so. you. Yeah, no, this was actually fun. I'm actually looking for now. I'm looking forward to bringing you back again. But so with what you do, so you're looking for speaking engagements for the listeners If they have, if you have a church, if you have anything that is kind of aligned to what your beliefs are, um, they can just reach out to you. How? Absolutely. You can reach out to me via my website at www.nikijarogers.com. But you can also follow me on social media. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, and I'm also on LinkedIn. As my business page on Facebook is Optimistically Key. That's O-P-T-I-M-I-S-T-I-C-A-L-L-Y-K-E, all one word, Optimistically Key. Or you can find me by my name as well, because what I post on one thing is is absolutely what I post on my other sites as well. But um, the reason why I, I would love for you to follow me 
on my website and actually subscribe to my website is because I post um, my blog there. So daily inspirational messages similar to what you would see in my book. Oh. Those are posted each and every single day on my website. Okay. So yeah, yeah, so that's a good place to go to get a little a little dose of optimism every day. Every day. Oh, Absolutely. that's nice. That's very cool. So and I will put all those links in the show notes and everything. So everybody has access to them. They can just click on them. And before you go, I am wanting you to leave people with, I mean, this is a message of hope. Hope is the word that I picked for 2024. That was my word. So when I read your thing, I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to like her. I actually just got back from a conference. It was called the Hope Writers Conference. Oh, in Florida. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, one of my writer friends that I met at a conference last July, she was a presenter there. Oh, really? Which one? Casey. Oh, yep. (laughs) Very cool. It's a small world, right? Very small world. Where are you? You're in Louisiana? I'm in Fort Worth. I'm in Fort oh, you're Worth, in Texas. Texas. Yes, I'm in Texas. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So yeah, so it's my word for 2024. I think everybody needs it. People are struggling and there's, it's what to go by. I actually was looking for all the H-O-P-E, what all those words could mean. And I put it on mm-hmm. Facebook and stuff and people were giving me all these different combinations of what H-O-P-E could stand yeah. for. And it was fun, super fun. But before we go, I want you to leave people that are listening that might be struggling, that might have gone through what you went through with some words of wisdom or encouragement or something to hold on to. Well, I want to start with hope, happiness, opportunity, perseverance, endurance. And I I, I use those words because we talk about happiness, but we really um, I want to talk about joy. And we, we know that the joy of the Lord of our, is our strength because happiness can come and go depending on what happens in your life. But that joy, that that inner joy that you have that only he can give, you're going to have it whether things are good or they're bad because you know that you're only in a season. You know that it's only for a certain amount of time that you're going to be struggling. But if you endure until the end, there's breakthrough on the other side. There's opportunity on the other side. There's rejoicing on the other side. There's restoration on the other side. So the key is just hanging in there and not giving up. Because if you give up, then you're all you're going to be questioning, if I had done this, if I had done that, if I had stayed, what could have happened? What would have been well, you're gonna, you're never gonna know if you give up in the fight. Mm-hmm. And we have to learn that we can't give up on the fight. We have to lean on God because we are only so strong. You know what I mean? We are human beings. We're flesh and blood. So we're limited. But with God, he has all power. He's all seeing. Mm-hmm. He's all hearing. He's all knowing. And he can handle any situation. So there's nothing too hard for him. He is the ultimate problem solver and burden bearer. And he will carry you when you are too weak. He says that my grace is sufficient. So you can glory in those affirmations. You can glory in those affirmities and those afflictions, knowing that Sooner or later, the sun is going to shine again. This storm is going to pass. This is going to be over and you will have a testimony and you're going to come out stronger and you're going to come out wiser and you're going to be much better for it because of the lesson that you learn. And you're going to be able to share that with others because we have to share our stories. 
You don't know who, who needs to hear that. You don't know who you're saving, who you're encouraging by sharing your story. So talk about the good and the bad because people need to know, yes, I may be smiling, but in, on the inside, I'm really hurting. Mm -hmm. On the inside, uh, I'm I'm low, I'm depressed. And I just need someone to say that they understand, someone to say that they will walk with me and I can be that for you. That's why you have the daily encouragement. When you need that, pick me up. Find Nikidra, find her on Facebook, find her on Instagram, find her on, I have a podcast on my own that I do on Wednesday nights from 6 to 7 p.m. Central where I talk about all things motivational, inspirational, uplifting, inspiring, because I want people to know you can get hope. It's available to you. You just have to reach out and know that you are not alone. Nice. Very well said. <laughs> So it was Thank happiness, you. opportunity, perseverance, perseverance, endurance. endurance, and endurance. I love it. I'm going to write that one down because nobody had that exact combination. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for coming. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you, Tammy. Yep. And I'm going to have her back when she gets her next book out. I can't wait for the book deal. You'll have to keep me posted on that. I sure will. Okay. And for everybody out there listening, a very, very nice story of hope as hope is the word, the word of 2024. Have a blessed day and we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks so much for joining me today on the Adult Child of Dysfunction podcast. If this episode resonated with you or you think someone else could benefit from what you heard, why not share it with someone you care about? Let's heal from our past and take back control of our lives together. If you're interested in learning more, head on over to www.tammyvincent.com for a free chapter of my book, Surviving Alcoholic Parents. While you're there, be sure to catch my invigorating seminar, Awakening Your Authentic Self. Together, we will rewrite our stories and turn trials into triumphant smiles. Until next time, keep embracing your strength, keep being you, and know that you are more than enough. You are way more than enough right here, right now.